This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN, or go to goldline.com. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. This week, we've been exploring what has happened to the American family. We've discussed how bad the problem is for our children and some of the contributing factors. But today, we want to take a specific look at the Americans most affected by this disintegration, the black family. Former NFL star and author of Liberalism, or How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps, Burgess Owens, who is black, talks about where the black family was in America before progressivism. In order to understand um, what the impact of liberalism has been, I think it's important to, first of all, uh, recognize where the race, the black race, had been the first hundred years after the uh, Civil War. From 1865 to 1965, uh, the black community had within it 50% of all black Americans were part of the black uh, middle class. Uh, We had the highest percentage of black men committed to family in their marriage, uh, highest percentage of of entrepreneurs in, in our country. So what happened? That changed. It changed particularly the family when with the Great Society in which there were incentives put in place where um, black women were given financial incentives not to, to have babies and not to have jobs and to not have men in their household. As Burgess points out, contrary to the claims of today's progressives, the massive government programs instituted by LBJ had the opposite effect that we're told it had. Owens points out the results of dependency on the government have been absolutely devastating. You now look at that same successful race. 70% of black men now um, abandon their children and forsake marriage. Um, 40% of, of black males drop out of high school, then drop out of college. Um, we've actually lost the essence of what makes any society successful, the family unit and strong black visionary servicing men. So um, it has been detrimental, and it's something we need to obviously get out, get, get back to, to move forward again. Now that things have been this way for so long, is there any way to reverse the trend and get back to the place where the black family thrives? It might seem like a daunting task, but um, we still have a small minority, that's the 28% of black Americans who, who believe in the American way. They love our country, love our race, um, love their families, and, 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 and the idea that we can do better. We have to begin to start looking at our principles and values first. That has to be at the very top of our list. Right now, the the Democratic Party can depend on 90% of blacks voting for them, which basically means capitalists are voting for socialists, uh, Christians are voting for atheists, uh, those who believe in in education for their kids are voting for those who don't, uh, those who believe in sanctity of life are voting for those who don't. So we have to, as a race, begin to focus on what our core beliefs are, Vote for that, whether it be to come out vocally like I am or in the quiet poll booth, um, uh, sit down and pull the right lever. But once we start doing that, uh, we will force both Democrats and Republicans to work for our vote and be accountable. There is so much work to do to turn that ship around. Democrats who had for years, in fact, the better part of two centuries, fought against First of all, the end of slavery, then the right to vote, then civil rights. Then some prominent Democrats, like their beloved Senator Robert Byrd, even became members of the KKK. But somehow, that party 
the party of slavery and racism, was able to convince black Americans that they were the party of, by, and for blacks. And blacks still face one of the most horrendous organizations of all, by design, located mostly in their communities, Planned Parenthood, an organization founded to eliminate the black family, an organization still voraciously supported by Democrats. So how do you get the word to blacks to help change their perception of that organization? That has been one of the biggest blights on our race in a, in a couple re, in a couple ways. Um, there's obviously the physical blight. <clears throat> you know, we have 1,800 black kids are being boarded every day, uh, 16 million uh, since 1973, which is 40% of the present population, 40 million uh, blacks. <clears throat> so there's obviously the idea that there's life. There's life that's not uh, being able to come to fruition. I think there's more to it than that, though. There's actually the soul of motherhood. Um, mothers in every society take pride in their um, in their children and in in generations to come. Men take pride in protecting their family and their, their kids and wife. And so you have a society, a race, in which the life of their, their most innocent uh, becomes insignificant or can become, uh, can be allowed to be a profit center uh, for others and nothing's being said. Uh, we lose, in essence, what it really takes to be a a uh, prog- uh, progressing, successful, and happy society. Beyond those staggering statistics, in New York City in 2012, there were more black babies aborted than were born. 31,328 black babies were killed, compared to 24,758 live black children being born. The black children killed comprised of 42.4% of all abortions in New York City. Margaret Sanger would be proud of her organization's work, considering she founded it for the purpose of killing the black family. Burgess Owens remembers a time when the black family was much, much stronger. I asked him, how do we get back to that place? I grew up in an era... Thank goodness of a very, very proud community, uh, segregated community of black and men, of black and white women, who were really um, stood for everything America stood for. They were capitalists, entrepreneurs, cap- uh, Christians, uh, patriotic Americans. My dad had come back from the war. We believed in the American dream, and they taught their kids to believe in the American dream. Uh, my, my generation, when we left that segregated community, was able to go out in the real world and compete and, and work and fail and compete and win like all Americans do. I think we're going to get that back. But it, happen, it happens, but two things uh, going on. Uh, as Americans all together, as white Americans and black Americans, we can no longer apologize for our background, our history. We need to understand that we are the greatest country in the history of mankind, and we've gotten there because of good people doing their best to, to ascribe to great principles, and that's where our country started. So we stop, uh, stop apologizing means we can be a little bit bolder about who we are. And when we get pushed back, we can have the courage to stand up for who we are. Uh, and I, I've mentioned in, in interviews whenever I talk that uh, the, the greatest insult to me is for somebody to apologize for me, for my race, and for what's happened to my race. Because I understand my history, I won't accept an apology. Uh, I'll accept a thank you because we contributed 
we we uh, we we gain the respect of Americans around the country, and that's the reason why some of these laws have been put together to slow us down. The Davis Bacon Act was was so competitive. Um, we were the best example of what the American dream is all about. Someone can come here in any situation, any background, any kind of baggage, and still make it if you decide to dream big and go for it. So um, I look forward to my race, once again, being a great example. I think that it will be a small minority of our race who still believe in our country that will pull out my race back from the abyss of socialism. And in doing so, we'll also do the same for our, for our great nation, pull ourselves back, and be an example of what we can do to, to revive ourselves to be the, the great vision that our uh, our forefathers saw, saw us as. Does that apply to all American families? How do we stop the disintegration and then reverse it? How do we restore the building block of civilization? On the next episode. Glenn Beck. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN or go to goldline.com.